If you work through the holidays at record pace, trying to get ready for the new year, and you miss the magic, the connection, the time with friends and family, the traditions, if you're working through all of that, then my question to you is, what is the point? I'm Amy Porterfield, ex-corporate girl turned CEO of a multi-seven-figure business. But it wasn't all that long ago that I lacked the confidence, the budget, and the time to focus on growing my small but mighty business. Fast forward past many failed attempts and lessons learned, and you'll see the business I have today. One that changes lives and gives me more freedom than I ever thought possible. One that used to only exist as a daydream. I created the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast to give you simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies to help you do the same. If you're an ambitious entrepreneur or one in the making who's looking to create a business that makes an impact and a life you love, you're in the right place, friend. Let's get started. My brand voice guide is my business's North Star when it comes to keeping all my business content and marketing content clear, consistent, and inviting. That's why I created the brand voice guide outline you wish you had sooner, which is a free resource to help your business experience the same as mine. So all you have to do is plug in your business details into the given outline that I've created that has all the essential components of a brand voice guide. So you don't even have to pay to get it created like I did. You can plug in your information and you'll be well on your way to having a cohesive voice across all brand assets. And I've even shared my own brand voice guide with you so you can use it as a reference as you craft your own. It's like having a mentor right by your side. So go to amyporterfield.com forward slash voice guide to grab your copy of the brand voice guide outline you wish you had sooner. And I can promise you, you're going to elevate your brand instantly. That's amyporterfield.com forward slash voice guide. Well, hey there, friend. Welcome back to Online Marketing Made Easy. We are fresh off the Thanksgiving feast hangover. I hope you're feeling good. I can tell you that I really enjoyed Thanksgiving with my family. So Hobie's family, his two sisters and my brother-in-law came from Pittsburgh. And then my family came from California, my sister, my brother-in-law. And then my niece, as you know, now works for me. So she's here in Nashville. And my nephew came to University of Tennessee. So he's already in the state. So he came for Thanksgiving as well. So basically, I have one sister. She's got two kids. And I've got them both here in Tennessee. And let me tell you, I am very happy about that. But she is not so happy with her little sister. But still, it's all good. So that all went really well. Now I'm ready to button up business for 2023 in these next few weeks so my team and I can shut our laptops until 2024, which brings me to today's topic about how I manage my business during the stress of the holidays. Now, here's the thing. We all experience a range of different emotions during this time. Whether it's from trying to hit business goals, maybe we haven't hit our goals throughout the year, so now we're trying to scramble at the very end. Also, family dynamics or the extensive to-do list that you never seem to chip away at enough. Like there's a lot going on throughout the year, but in these last few weeks into the new year, 
it's crunch time. But I have a caveat to this episode, and that is to say, I don't have all the answers to the stresses that happen during the holidays. I can only hope that this episode gives you some ideas, some inspiration, guides you just a little bit so that you can reach that relaxed place. Because at the end of the day, here's the goal. I want you to wake up on January 1, in this case, 2024, and I want you to be excited and I want you to feel hopeful and I want you to be ready. Now, I just told you what I want for you, but really what matters most is that you get clear on how you want to feel when you wake up on January 1. I think it's important, like if you journal or if you don't, it's time to journal in terms of how do you want to feel? How do you want to show up in the new year? I think that's such a great journal prompt. So I put my wishes out for you, but at the end of the day, it just matters what you want. And I think we got to get clear. And if you do this sooner than later, if you get clear on how you want to show up and how you want to feel on January 1 and throughout the year, then we can start putting a few things in place in the last few weeks of this year to ensure that that happens. And a little disclaimer, if you have little ones running around the house, that adds an entirely new layer to this time of year. So it's actually a beautiful time of year with little ones. I remember when Cade was really little, I loved the holidays, seeing them through his eyes, but also it was more stressful. I don't have a little one in the house anymore. So I can only speak from my current experience. And of course, take what you want, leave what you don't, and you create what your experience is going to be for the last few weeks of the year leading into the new year. Now, real quick, before we dive in, I'd love it so much if you would share this podcast with a friend. If you have a friend that wants to be an entrepreneur, is building their business, or wants to leave their nine to five and start building their business and becoming their own boss, share this podcast with them or this specific episode, whatever you want, because my goal is to help as many entrepreneurs as possible and I would be forever grateful. Okay, so I don't have a specific formula or schedule for how I manage the business during the busy months of November and December when personal obligations become more prevalent. But what I do have are two initiatives that I put my full energy into during October and early November. Now, I know you're gonna hear this a little bit past that. It doesn't matter. If you haven't done it, you can still make time for it. So my first initiative is to plan out my promo calendar for 2024, I usually do that in October, and then get really specific for quarter one. And so I will meet with my leadership team on December 13th this year and get really clear on what we're committed to and what we're going to do in quarter one so that when I wake up on January 1, I'm very clear what my quarter one's going to look like, and I'm pretty clear what 2024 is going to look like in terms of what are we promoting? What are we focused on? What are we going to be intentional about? So that's my first initiative, planning. My second initiative is to enjoy because if you celebrate the holidays, you definitely want to be present for them. I'm a Christmas baby. My birthday is actually December 12th. And so I really love December for celebrating my birthday during the holidays. I love Christmas, so I really want to be present for it and enjoy it. Now, as an entrepreneur, there is no better feeling than starting your holiday vacation, knowing that your business is geared up and ready to go for the new year. 
It frees up so much space in your mind to be present during all the special holiday moments. Now, on the flip side, there is no worse feeling than catching up or planning for a new year when you're already in that new year. It's like just a really rough start. So if you do end up going this route, my guess is that you had lingering thoughts about planning for the new year during your holiday vacation, or you spent your entire holiday vacation working. And thankfully, if you're working through the holidays, then you need to go back to the beginning of your journey as an entrepreneur. We have to remember why we're doing this. If you work through the holidays at record pace, trying to get ready for the new year, and you miss the magic, the connection, the time with friends and family, the traditions, if you're working through all of that, then my question to you is, what is the point? And the truth is, I have so been there. My family celebrates Christmas, and I've worked all the way up until Christmas Day, took Christmas Day off, and then was back at it the following day. This has happened many times in the past. And I've had to remind myself several times, this is not how I want to do business. However, the FOMO, the desperation to make this work, the obsessive work habits that I've had in the past, they all contribute to me not really taking any time off. But let me tell you this, since gotten out of this, it's been a few years since I have absolutely not worked during the holiday season, whatever that means to you, you kind of have to decide when is the holiday season to you? When do you not want to work? I think that's a really great question to ask yourself. When do you not want to work during the holidays? And then ask yourself, how am I going to make that happen? As business owners, we build businesses to do good in this world, to give back, provide value, but we also build businesses so that we can create a lifestyle by our own design. So with that in mind, I want to encourage you to plan to take a specific time off. Keyword here, plan. And it takes time to plan. So I want you to be intentional about your schedule and your meetings, as well as action items to close out the current year and start the new year off fresh. For me, I take a moment and I ask myself, what do I want this holiday season to look like? What do I want to do with intention? And I ask these questions because it's a really special time for me because like I said, it's my birthday and also my family's gonna be out here and I wanna be present with everybody. So I wanna be intentional. Now, I purposely have a slower quarter four than any other quarters. We still execute initiatives. We still have money coming in in quarter four, but my biggest launch is in the end of September. So that's the end of quarter three. Then we are delivering the program in quarter four, but just doing some small launches, but nothing really big. It's really focused on my current students, a digital course academy. Now I mentioned that I haven't always been this way. So In years past, I've launched something big in January, which meant I was hustling in December. And that sometimes needs to happen depending on what season you're in. I know a lot of my DCA students want to launch in mid-January. So that means they are doing more in quarter four. It won't always be that way, but for this season, that's what's going to happen. But as long as they plan ahead of time, they can still enjoy the holidays. 
But for me, the reason why I have a light quarter four is because of those two initiatives I talked about earlier. I want to use quarter four to plan for the new year, and I want to be able to be present for the holidays. So here's a brief checklist of everything that I try to grab a hold of before we all check out to be with our loved ones, which is usually around the 21st of December, at least this year it will be. So just to be clear, we take the final week of the year off, but we do it right before Christmas. So whatever that Thursday is before Christmas, we typically are taking that off for the rest of the year. So in this case, it's December 21st until I think January 2nd. My team and I are not working. Now, there's always exceptions. My customer support will be checking in. If we have any communities that are still open, my community team will be checking in, but it's a really light check-in and we do consider ourselves off the clock for most of that time. So leading up to this, we do a ton of budget planning. Along with my CEO and my leadership team, we take a deep dive into our financial reports and how the business performed this year. And from this, we set our profit and revenue goals for the new year, and then we create our budget to plan for growth and take into account the budget for everyone on the team. So budgets are a big thing. Truth be told, I did not have a budget until 2021. And 2021 was a rocky year. So we did not hit our goals in 2021. And I was like, it's because of that budget. It was too limited, which is not true. I just needed an excuse. But we got better with the budget in 2022. And this year we did really well. We are online marketers, which means we have unique needs. And there are so many options out there for paid media. Sometimes it's hard to figure out where should you go to reach your ideal audience. But here's the thing. Have you thought about LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn ads empowers marketers with solutions for you and your customers, and it allows you to build the right relationships and drive results and reach your customers with meaningful content. You do not want to sleep on LinkedIn ads. And here's the thing, 79% of content marketers said LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. I hear it from so many of my peers, and I know you're doing important work. And with that, you want to make sure that the work you're doing is getting in front of the right people. And that's what LinkedIn ads will allow you to do. So let your marketing efforts connect with the right audience and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. So if you go to linkedin.com slash Amy, you can get that $100 credit. So that's linkedin.com slash Amy. Terms and conditions apply. I know you're focused on marketing and selling your digital products, but I know many of you also have physical products and I wanna talk about Shopify. (coughs) Shopify is a user-friendly commerce platform that helps you, my dear online entrepreneur, build an online store and make more sales at any stage of your business. They're the force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other businesses at every size. Let me tell you why Shopify is an online entrepreneur's dream platform. It's because it helps turn your browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout experience. In fact, it converts 36% better compared to other leading e-commerce platforms. Yeah, loving that. And I don't know about you, but as an online entrepreneur, my customer's experience, especially when it comes to checking out, is so important. 
Plus, not only do they support your customers, they support you as the entrepreneur. Shopify's award-winning help desk is there to support your success through every question and every step of the way. There's a reason Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash made easy, all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash made easy now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. That's shopify.com slash made easy. So when I say we budget, that means every leader on the team puts together a budget for their department and then they turn it in. And I want a profit margin of 40% or better. So once we crunch the numbers, we look at the revenue we want to bring in, we look at the expenses. If the profit margin isn't 40% or higher, we go back to the drawing board. It's not easy. It's not fun. And we actually have one day, we did this last week. So we just got into November when I'm recording this. And we did this last week where it was budget day. So everybody was working on their budgets so that if we had questions, everyone was available to talk budgets. And so that really helps. They worked on them a little bit before that, but we did dedicate a day to get the first draft of the budgets. Then they'll go to the CEO. She will crunch all the numbers. She will have the hard conversations like, no, you're not going to get to do that next year, or we got to figure out a way to cut some of this or whatever that might be. It, it never is. You know what? We have way bigger profit margin than we expected. Spend some more money. That'd be my dream. That is not the conversation that is ever going to be had. So it takes a lot of back and forth. But by the end of the year, we will have a budget that we all agree on. So that's number one. And then number two is we map out our promo calendar. We did this in October. So essentially, we schedule out our offerings and initiatives for the upcoming year that are going to get us to those revenue goals that we set. And so we map out Digital Course Academy for next year. I already have the dates for September. We map out any list building campaigns that we're going to do for List Builder Society. We map out any campaigns we're going to do for my membership momentum. And I'm doing less and less affiliate, big affiliate launches just because I'm trying to focus more on my own programs, but we are going to do a few small affiliate promos. So we're looking for the dates and the details of those as well. And so we map all of this out. I'm also going to take two weeks off in June for a trip to Italy with my mom. And that was a big birthday Christmas gift that Hobie and I got her. And so we put big vacations on the calendar as well. And we put our team retreat on the calendar. We put all of our leadership retreats on the calendar. Like everything that we know is going to happen next year, we calendar it out in advance. That way, when I wake up on January 1 and my team wakes up on January 1, everyone knows what is most important based on our promo calendar and when it is so that they can also plan their vacations around that. And so I think that's important that my team knows what's coming down the pipeline so that they can plan their own personal stuff as well. So we do that. And then we wrap up the year with a state of the company slash holiday party for my team. Now, this is totally virtual, but I like to get everyone on the same page before we break for the holiday season and kind of get them excited about the year to come. So we call it state of the company, the Zoom call, and we do really fun awards throughout the year. So one fun award, and you might want to steal this if you can think of something that relates to your youth as well. 
I've talked about this on the podcast before, but when I was in junior high, I won the Spirit Award. And it's this award for great leadership and great attitude and someone that's nice to everyone at school. It was just a really big honor. I mean, I was in junior high. It's just a little award in junior high, but I have carried that with me in my identity since. So it was called the Spirit Award. And so now I give a Spirit Award away every December to somebody on my team. And I think it's really fun. I take it really seriously. And we give money away as part of the prize as well. We do these types of awards every year and everyone gets to vote on everything but the Spirit Award. The Spirit Award, I get to choose, but all the other fun, silly awards, everyone gets to choose a winner. And then we choose the person that got the most votes. So anyway, it's really fun. And we do that every year. So that will be part of the state of the company holiday retreat, not even retreat. It's just a Zoom call. Okay. So we do that. And then also, I plan to review my 2024 schedule with my executive assistant, Christine, and make sure it feels good. Now, part of that is that Christine and I always rework my ideal week. So I learned this in the book, Free to Focus by Michael Hyatt, and he teaches something called the ideal week. And I'm sure I've talked about it on other podcasts. That's such a good book to read around this time of year as you get ready for the new year and you really want to focus and be intentional. So many great strategies in that book, but putting together my ideal week is a big deal. Like, let me give you an example. One thing that I want to do in 2024 is I want to make sure that on Mondays, I do not have any meetings and I do not need to get on camera. And the reason for that is I want to kind of slide into the week with a good flow, not worry about showing up for anybody else, but getting grounded, work on creating content, stay in my zone of genius, which is more content creation, research, ideation. And I've gotten away from that over the last few months. Things have just been a little bit chaotic. And so Christine and I will reevaluate my ideal week. I'll share with her what I liked about this year, what I didn't like about this year, where I'm struggling. She'll talk to me about where she's struggling because she schedules everything for me. She finds time for everything I need to do. She communicates with everybody on my team about tasks they need from me. So some of that probably isn't working for her. So we'll have that appropriate meeting before the new year. And if you are a solopreneur, this is something that you can absolutely do. You can just... Take the time to write out your ideal schedule, even if you don't have a virtual assistant. Ask yourself what worked this year, what didn't, what you liked, what you didn't like, and you can put together an ideal week. And I promise you, you can schedule your week accordingly. I always had this limited belief that I just had to do what was necessary to make the business work. No. I could have created the kind of schedule I wanted. I was just too afraid that it wouldn't work. I didn't put trust in it, but just take it from me, someone who has done it now for many years. You can put trust in creating an ideal week and building a schedule around that. You don't have to say yes to everything that comes your way when it comes your way. And then on a personal note, I always take time to do some sort of goal planning workshop for myself. I usually use Best Year Yet from Michael Hyatt. You all know that he's my executive coach, so I'm very partial to his content and strategies, but I love a good goal-setting course, so I highly recommend Best Year Ever, and if I can grab a link to that, if it's still available at the time of this recording, I will put it in the show notes. And then 
this year, I really want to sit down with Hobie and I want to put some goals together with him and just find out where his head is, what he'd like to work on, anything he wants to focus on as a couple. So I am going to bring Hobie into the conversation as well. And then I go into that final week of December being totally unplugged and making sure that my team is unplugged as well, because I want to charge into the new year with so much energy. And I think taking off that last week helps us do so. Now, the whole reason I wanted to do this episode is to encourage you to set aside some quiet time this holiday season. I want you to remember that you need that in order to do your best work. But I thought, I'll give you some ideas of what I do and what it looks like on my end, but you don't have to take any of these ideas. Really, my goal for this episode is for you to ask yourself, what do I want this holiday season to look like? And what do I want to be intentional with? And maybe because you're listening to this episode a little bit too late, you're thinking, but Amy, I could have started this in October or November. Here's the thing. Do what you can now. And then remember for next year, I want you to start thinking about all of this and making some moves in October and November and early December. And maybe even think about next year in 2024, maybe put together your promo calendar and take off starting with that Friday before Christmas until the new year. If that's something that makes you feel good, you might hate that. I have a friend who told me that she gets the best webinar signups from her community that week between Christmas and New Year. So she'll never take that time off. She does webinars because she loves that time. I don't want to do webinars during that time, so I don't. But remember, we all get to make up our own rules because guess what? We are the boss of ourselves and of our business. So do you, my friend. All right. I hope you found value in this episode. It's a little bit different than my other ones, but I think it's fun to take you behind the scenes, share with you kind of what it looks like for me. And then you come up with what would be best for you in your business. Happy holidays, my sweet friends. I love you to the moon and back. I'm so honored to get to spend this time with you. And I hope you have the best holiday season yet. Bye for now. You know what time it is? Sweater weather, especially here in Tennessee. And it's football season. Oh my goodness, my husband is very excited. And I love quarter four, the home stretch. It's time to close out another year of growth and prep for the next year of revenue. So to bring in more business this quarter four and beyond, you need sales software that helps you score. And the top tools are all inside the new HubSpot sales hub. With a customizable prospecting workspace, smart deal management suite, And AI-powered apps, you can take total control of your operation to generate more leads and land more sales. Now, the AI-powered chat spot speeds up your day-to-day tasks with simple chat solutions, while AI assistants crank out copy and outlines and out-of-the-box ideas. They're cleverly designed to accelerate your workflow and baked right inside of your CRM, your customer relationship management platform. And when you pair Sales Hub with other hubs in HubSpot's smart CRM, your team will be on the same page across the entire customer journey. And if you're a solopreneur, this will make all those spinning plates simplified. Leads won't slip through the cracks and data is connected across marketing, sales, and operations so you can better measure your impact on the bottom line. 
stop sticking to the same old strategies and start closing more deals because the best time to score is quarter four. Make the switch to HubSpot Sales Hub at hubspot.com slash sales.